Well-educated people, especially intellectuals, need a place to talk. In your culture, I guess that place was historically a coffee house or cafe. French intellectuals discussed the new waves of thoughts during the French Revolution there. English coffee houses were communal tables covered with newspapers and pamphlets, where guests would gather to consume, discuss, and even write the news. Americans saw coffee as a patriotic drink in the colonies after the Boston Tea Party, and now enjoy drinking coffee with friends, talking about business, gossiping, and a whole lot more. Coffee houses were once called penny universities in Oxford. Due to the cost of a cup of coffee at the time, you could gain access to intellectual discussions and, frankly, sober debate. I'm surely on a thousand whys. Don't get me wrong. I'm not talking about coffee shops, but the actual place where intellectuals need to talk and discuss. In China, there is such a place called Ya Ji, or elegant gathering. It's usually set in a natural environment, near a mountain, along the riverside, in the bamboo forest, or simply in one's garden. Yaji was held by Chinese intellectuals in ancient times to amuse the participants, refine their tastes, and increase their knowledge through conversation and recreation. At a yaji, people usually practice the four arts of life, including burning incense, arranging flowers, brewing tea, and hanging paintings for appreciation. Any one of the art forms was developed and incorporated into a person's life, and each contained a lot of skills and philosophy. Take tea culture, for instance. Before the publication of the classic of tea by the author Lu Yu of the Tang Dynasty, tea was considered as herbal medicine. Thanks to the Book of Tea, brewing and drinking tea had become an art supported by systematic theories. It evolved at different phases. In the Tang Dynasty, tea preparation was about jian cha, or cooking. Tea cakes were roasted and grinded into powder. The tea powder was then put into the boiling water, stirred continuously until the tea soup was completely boiling. Things became different in the Song Dynasty, when the tea preparation was called dian cha. It evolved pouring water on tea powders to make a puree, then. Adding water to the puree again, and whipping the mixture with a bamboo whisk to create an impressive milky froth. Yeah, that's quite a similar scene you'd often see at a Japanese matcha tea ceremony, right? Indeed, it originated from China. Due to this strict requirement, there were even tea-making competitions that developed. If the foaming surface of the tea around the inner wall of the cup would stick firmly to the container and remain in its state for a while, the tea maker won. Sounds a lot like making a chiffon cake, right? When you 
beat egg whites, you have to whisk it steadily and quickly until it gets very stiff. While in the ancient times, as I'm sure you can imagine, there were no electronic mixers. There are quite a few famous yaji in history. Take the Lanting Gathering, for instance. It's a theme featured in various exhibitions in world-famous art museums. The Lanting Gathering, or the Orchid Pavilion Gathering, garnered some 42 literary figures during the Spring Purification Festival in 353 AD to compose poems and enjoy the companionship of wine. Chinese calligraphy sage Wang Xizhi was at the gathering and recorded the poems of Lan Ting Xu, a preface to the poems composed at the Orchid Pavilion in his famous calligraphic style, the running script. The elegant gathering was extremely popular among Chinese statesmen, literati and artists during the Northern Song Dynasty. It was like a combination of salon and party. But the participants might not have known that their gatherings would eventually become important events in literature and the arts. Records and artistic works related to these gatherings have inspired generations till now. Even today, people in love with Chinese culture still hold such elegant gatherings to share their common interests, make like-minded friends, enjoy nourishing performances, and possibly come up with some thoughts that will inspire society. Sounds so profound and fun, doesn't it? I'm Shirley, so let's enjoy our elegant gathering here on a thousand wise.